A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Walk.se. The ongoing story about becoming a minimalist vagabond while walking from Stockholm to Sydney. Well, another week in the USA, and it's been a pretty intense one. I've met a lot of interesting people, and, well, a lot's happened. I've really had a really, really great time. Thought I'd start with just some basic stuff around the podcast. I hope the quality is working for everyone that's uh, listening out there. I've had a few problems in the beginning with some uh, issues with uh, the levels and such, but I hope now that the quality is working quite all right, and... Uh, I hope that if anybody notices anything wrong with the podcast, that they get in touch with me and I'll see if I can get it to work better. It is not all that easy to start podcasting. I haven't done this sort of speaking before and I am finding it a little bit difficult. There are a lot of ums and ahs. I am trying to get rid of them. During the walking, I'm listening to a lot of other podcasts and I realize that I have a lot of work to do to make it sound a lot better. But I am going to try to do it and hopefully... As we progress across America and gradually towards Sydney, the quality and my speaking will improve. The accent will probably be there no matter what I do, but then that's something I don't mind at all. The week started out on Thursday when I left Englewood. I walked north from there, and the day before, uh, one of the local TV stations had been in contact with me, and they wanted to do an interview. And as I walked up during the day, uh, two different uh, reporters from two different local stations actually came out, did interviews with me, and uh, well, asked all the usual questions, why I was doing it and how it had gone and which route I was planning to take and how many shoes I'd worn out. I actually, I've actually had, since then, quite a few people come up to me and say that they've seen me on the news. I was apparently on the local news that night, so uh, that was interesting. My plan for the day was to walk up to the Oscar Shearer State Park. Uh, it was a re reasonable sort of walk, but when I got there, and I got there pretty late, it, been a, it was a pretty hot day, and I got there reasonably late, at 6 o'clock, it turned out that the park was actually full. The full. All the camping sites were taken, and they couldn't even sit in a little small tent. So I ended up in a hotel instead, which was, even if it was comfortable, it was unnecessarily expensive. There wasn't really any place that I could camp there at all. Next day I got up and I walked uh, north towards Sarasota and I was uh, heading to, towards Bradenton. And in Bradenton I was going to stay with a guy called Max that had contacted me through couch surfing and had offered me a place to stay. So he was expecting me to arrive that Friday evening. I walked past a lot of really nice scenery, uh, some some pretty nice beaches, and uh, as I walked up through Sarasota, I walked past the Sarasota Lawn Bowling Club. Now, I've done, I've seen a lot of lawn bowls in my my days. It's a big sport in Australia, as in in Sydney, and uh, there were lawn bowls clubs everywhere, and they were generally older people playing lawn bowls in their whites and. Um, possibly enjoying a beer or two in, 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 in the bar. And I slowed down a little bit and I was checking out the people that were uh, playing there and uh, 
after a short little while, they noticed me and the uh, uh, the wagon, and uh, they said hello. And as I was actually leaving there, I was going to leaving to to continue my walk. They came rushing out, and one of them recognised me from one of the news uh, reports and um, invited me in. And they asked me actually if I'd prayed lawn bowls before, which I, I said I hadn't. And they. Uh, started an impromptu uh, uh, lesson there and they taught me how to play lawn bowls so I got to bowl a few times and then they invited me in for a, for a beer and I had a nice cold beer and I actually got a little souvenir pin from the Sarasota Lawn Bowls Club uh, to take with me on my continued journey. Nice, nice little group of people and a nice little break. I continued on and arrived in Bradenton and uh, met Max uh, Max is a pretty cool guy who uh, is studying uh, political history at the moment and uh, he's really interested in uh, uh, classical American cars, like these big American cars. And he actually has a, a Cougar he drives around in, which has got a gigantic hood. And the next day I stayed two nights with Max. So we sat around and talking for the first night and then the next day we got up and we actually went out and we went for a drive in his big uh, cougar and we were cruising down the streets of um, of Florida, of Bradenton and um, their big wide three or four lane highways and we were cruising down there with this great expanse of uh, hood in front of us and it felt very very American. Uh, just the sort of uh, feeling I could imagine you'd you know, sort of have uh, watching uh, American movies or, or something like that. And I had my, my little camera with me and uh, I couldn't help uh, rolling down the windows and leaning out the windows and photographing with my little camera, my little Ricoh, which is an, uh, has an effective focal length of 28 millimeters, which is exactly the same focal length that Gary Winogrand was using, I, I believe, when he was uh, cruising around America and uh, photographing a lot of stuff uh, in America on, on a road trip where most of the photographs were taken without him even getting out of the car. So I learned out the window, took a few photographs and pretended I was uh, a famous American photographer. One of the local places that Max took me to and showed me was a place called Munchies 420, which is a... Uh, it's, it's not much more than a takeaway food bar. Uh, and it actually started out as, as merely a... a a takeaway place or a delivery place. People could ring up and order something that they wanted to eat and uh, it would be delivered. And it was actually started by a guy who, when him and he and his friends realized that there was no place to get any food deliveries from in, in the uh, Bradenton, Sarasota area, uh, late at night or rather early in the morning when you've got the munchies. And so they started this place and they were only doing deliveries and it's sort of grown and now there's a little restaurant or whatever you want to call it where you can sit down and eat. The thing about this is that they serve these sandwiches and they're called uh, fat sandwiches and they really are and there's some really, really weird combinations of food and uh, we tried one which was uh, essentially a bread roll with two cheeseburgers, mac and cheese, chicken fingers, onion hoops, spuds, and mozzarella sticks. And it's all squashed together on this roll and served in a, in a sort of a, a sticky mess. Not really the sort of thing that I'd consider either healthy or really find all that appetizing. Uh, it really, really is, the sort, it really is munchies food. Hungover or whatever, 
and you want to really munch out on something that's it is honestly a little bit gross but i suppose they they absolutely they had a lot of people there and uh, apparently they did quite well and they don't advertise or anything and yet they still expand so a lot of people seem to like it sunday morning it was time to move on again and uh, i had ahead of me i had the skyways bridge which is a bridge that stretches um, across from uh, bradenton to clearwater and uh, you're not allowed to walk on it there isn't even a walkway across this path so if i had to walk uh, I, I would have to, had to walk around the long way around tampa but max was kind enough to uh, to help me we uh, packed down the cart uh, the mule um, put it in the back of his uh, his car and then uh, we drove off and he gave me a lift over the bridge and dropped me on the other side as soon as the uh, pathway started again so a little bit of cheating there over the bridge but i've uh, made up for it in uh, in uh, byways and wi and wanderings already just in the next last two days so it was really great of max to to drop me over there first to let me stay and then to drop me over there he got up early on a sunday morning to do it so that was great really appreciate it and i had a destination to walk to um, I was walking to uh, Clearwater Beach. Now, I didn't really know what Clearwater Beach was apart from a, a destination, and I looked at it on the map, and it looked like a just a little place out there, and it actually turned out to be uh, a bit of a resort town. Like, there were a lot of hotels and, uh, and beaches and surf shops and a real sort of uh, oh, a beach resort town area. And um, the reason I was heading there was that Earlier in the week, a guy called Stephen had uh, reached out to me on Facebook. I'm not quite sure how he'd found me, if he'd seen uh, the TV news uh, thing or read an article or if he'd found me somewhere else, but he had found out about the walk and he offered me a place to stay if I was in the Clearwater area, and which I thought was absolutely great. And, uh, and I uh, got back to him and I said, yeah, great. I, I just don't quite know when I will be there as yet, but... Uh, uh, that would be absolutely great if we could organize that and when I got back to him a bit later on and could tell him when I would be arriving it, it turned out that he couldn't uh, put me up because he had to go away to work now and that would have been great just by itself I mean the offer was very kind but he actually went out of his way to um, get in contact with his sister who worked uh, at a um, a hotel called the Camelot Resort at Clearwater Beach and they organized for me to stay two nights there at the Camelot um, Resort which was really great so I stayed there for two nights I, I, I arrived uh, reasonably late that uh, Sunday evening and then I uh, stayed there and during the day on Sunday I went for a long walk along the beach and checked out <clears throat> yeah, what yeah well what do you check out when you walk along the beach and um, it was a nice sunny day and i also managed to get uh, a bit of washing done a bit of a bit of stuff i had to get done and uh, get organized catch up a little bit of the emailing had a really really nice day wandering around in the uh, the clearwater beach area then on tuesday it was time to set off again and uh, i didn't really have a long way to walk i uh, I was only going to walk, uh, I was still going to actually, actually be in Clearwater, but closer to uh, a place called Safety Harbour, uh, where I was going to stay with uh, with Gina and John, uh, a couch-surfing couple that I had met um, 
earlier when I was uh, uh, staying in Englewood. They were actually staying there at the same time. I met them there. You've seen them probably on on some of the pictures from the last post. They're the couple there that are searching for uh, shark's teeth. And they um, they invited me to stay with them if I came up through through Clearwater, which I, was absolutely great for me. And I was go I was so I was going to walk to their place, which wasn't very far away from Clearwater Beach, but I was going to take a bit of a detour. I was going to go via Kelby Training, which uh, was in the area, uh, slightly closer towards Tampa. And I'd been emailing for a few days, trying to get into contact with someone there so that I could come and and, and visit. Uh, Kelby Training, they produce a lot of material uh, for photography and Photoshop and they do workshops and videos and all, and all sorts of stuff. And I've used a lot of their materials when I've worked as a teacher before and I've seen a lot of their tutorials on the net and bought some of their DVDs and books and stuff. I, I decided uh, even before I left Sweden that if I had the chance I would try to visit their studio and uh, basically see where it all happens and how it gets done. And I was I was lucky. I eventually got hold of a guy called Levi, Levi Adams, and he he promised he'd, he'd help me, and he'd uh, show me around when I got there. So I, I arrived there at two o'clock. I was actually a bit early. I was probably there about one thirty, quarter to two, and Levi was still on his lunch break. So he had me. He he took me in and um, sat me down on the couch and uh, asked me to wait. Uh, while he finished his lunch and then uh, we I had the mule with me and we put the mule to one side and I sat down and had a wait and while I was waiting uh, RC RC conception came uh, came by and he saw the mule and he uh, started asking me what I was doing and where I was going and eventually uh, asked me all about the walk and what what it was all about he was pretty fascinated by it all and he um, he actually took over the tour and, and showed me around the uh, the studio and introduced me to all the people there and showed me where everything happens, where they do everything. Their their different studios, their their uh, video studios and their, their photo studios and and all their um, all the people there, all the editors and and, and all the people that are um, that, that work on on uh, editing video and everything. It was a pretty uh, pretty big operation. And he actually got me to, uh, he cleaned out one of the studios there and actually got both me and the mule to, uh, to pose for some pictures that we'll see if they hopefully turn up on his blog in the next, uh, day or two. Uh, if they do, I'll try to link to it and, or put it out on Facebook or something. Uh, it was pretty cool. And, um, he also, uh, neither, uh, Scott Kelby or Matt Kloskowski were there at the time, but he invited, uh, RC invited me back, to, uh, the next day. To uh, to attend a live session of of the grid, one of the uh, programs that the Kelby Training Group or Kelby One put out, and um, uh, to be in the audience and, and to watch that as it happened live, and also get a chance to meet both uh, uh, Scott and Matt. I then left Gina and John's place. Oh, and I might add, by the way, that when I went to when I walked to, to Kelby Training, I got caught in one another one of these. Uh, uh, Florida thunderstorms and I was, and I was walking for about half an hour in something that was like, uh, oh, it was worse than a shower. I might as well have been swimming. So when I arrived at Kelby training, I was soaked to the skin. But it looks like that might be something I might have to get used to here, especially here in Florida. Uh, the thunderstorms have rolled through a few times and uh, when it rains, it rains properly. 
But I dried out when I was at Kelby training and I uh, left there and headed over to Gina and John's place. It was about a two-hour walk. Uh, I got there in time uh, to, uh, to go with them to a couch surfing uh, meeting. Gina had organized a couch surfing meeting where all the local couch surfing hosts got together and uh, met each other and exchanged experiences and told stories about what had happened, about their travels and what it was like being a couch surfing host and uh, how they had couch surfed somewhere else before. And uh, it was all very interesting. It was a real mix of people, all walks of life, all ages. And uh, the one common thing they all had was that they all liked meeting people and enjoyed meeting people and wanted to meet people and liked traveling. So it was a perfect mix of people. And we, uh, the meeting was held at the, uh, the taco bus which is a bus parked outside a building and uh and they oh, well naturally they serve tacos so and uh, we had a nice taco uh they sat around talking for oh, for hours with different people ex uh explaining where I'd been and hearing what other people have done and where they'd been and learning um there was a couple that turned up there that had lived in uh in in um, uh in Boulder in Colorado uh, for 18 years, and they had a lot of stories to tell me about that, and I'm <laughs> even more looking forward to reaching uh, Boulder if I get there, if I if I get there in time before it gets too cold. It looks sounds like it's going to be a really, really exciting place to visit. And then after that, we, we um, went back to Gina and John's place, and, um, and I had a really good night's sleep. I really needed it. I was quite tired. I got up Wednesday, and um, which is today when I'm recording this, and I spent uh, most of the morning with Gene and John being shown around Safety Harbour and Dunedin, and then even us, uh, we went out to uh, Tarpoon Bay, I think it's called, and found a really, really nice uh, Greek restaurant there that served an excellent salad, and we had a nice lunch there. And then it was off again to Kelby Training to, uh, to watch the live recording of The Grid. Uh, so I was there for a few hours, Met a few more people, said hello to to um, Scott and Matt, and uh, really made me realise all my ums and ahs here as I talk to you uh, how much work I have to do with uh, with this live speaking, this podcasting gig. Um, that they were really professional, the guys that that, that were on there, like uh, like Scott and Matt, and they they uh, they just rocked in and then they just started talking and it all sounded pretty good and uh, pretty natural, pretty good. Not a lot of ums and ahs and thinking and it just flowed really, really well. So that's something that I'm really going to have to practice a lot to get going. Uh, I'm recording this late at night and uh, I'm going to edit it and see if I can get it up there uh, tonight so there'll be something for you to listen to tomorrow. And so I basically try to keep to the week schedule that I have, as much as I can at least, and uh, tomorrow it's uh, up early in the morning and back on the road again, heading north. I really need to head north, uh, get up towards uh, Perry or Tallahassee so I can start heading west again. Although it's been a very, very interesting three weeks here so far and I've met a lot of interesting people and I have had a chance to do a lot of interesting things. Um, at this rate, I'm not really going to get across uh, America too quickly. So uh, in the coming week or two, I really hope to put some more kilometers under my feet, make the miles go. So I really need to get moving. I think so far I've uh, 
in the three weeks I've walked something like 450 kilometers, which uh, isn't really a lot. So I need to sort of up that mileage quite a bit. What I've been doing is I've been staying with people, uh, couch with people, and st uh, been walking one day and then resting a day with people. And in a way, it feels more uh, more natural and better. I mean, when you couch surf with someone, they're offering their time and their energy, and, and uh, you want to give something in return. Uh, just turning up, uh, couch surfing one night and then leaving the next morning can feel a little bit uh, a little bit rude, basically. Uh, but we'll see what happens now. I really do have to make a cover a greater distance in, in the coming uh, coming couple of weeks otherwise I'll never get across this large country but there it is there's so much more to come to come uh, I'm having a great time really enjoying it uh, people are extremely friendly and helpful and uh, I, I really really it couldn't be much better at all maybe if a few less thunderstorms but that's about the only thing at least it's warm when it rains here so it's not that bad uh, but uh, keep following me. Uh, the adventure continues. There's a long, long, long way to go. And please, one thing you could do for me is spread the word about the podcast and the blog to as many people as possible and get it out there and we can see if we can get as many followers as possible in the coming weeks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.